Hey, greetings, everyone. Lieutenant Colonel Allen West here, and welcome to the Steadfast and Loyal Program. You gotta light them up before they burn it down. So uh, here's the uh, Allen West version, Watchtower Firearms, a BDRX. You can see it has the Steadfast and Loyal podcast logo on it. And on this side, you've got, you know, my actual digitized signature and my Army Master Parachutist wings. And, of course, you got to have the American flag. And, again, I mean, this is such an incredibly light weapon. I mean, I just... just can't believe it. And I like the skeletized design. And this flash suppressor here is unique. Uh, they make it here at Watchtower, and it actually reduces the rise of the weapon when you fire it. So I'm just looking forward and Magpul hard sights, and I think I'll keep hard sights on this, but uh, I'm looking forward to taking it out here and shooting it and uh, zeroing it in. And I love the skeletized uh, hand grip here. And of course, you got the extendable, you know, butt stop. But and I, and I prefer this uh, forward hand grip, you know, more than anything else. I, I really, I really like this. So here it is, you know, right up there next with Rob O'Neill. It's hard to believe that, but that's why America is such a great country. Where a kid born in the inner city of Atlanta, Georgia, can have an AR-15 design by him and with his signature on it, limited edition. So check out their website, watchtowerfirearms.com. If you want, you can purchase one of these. You know, just recently we remembered Veterans Day. And if you know the story of Veterans Day, it was First Remembrance Day. It was Armistice Day. And it was all about the end of World War I, 11, 11, 1918, at the 11th hour, the war to end all wars. It was changed to Veterans Day in the 1950s here in the United States of America. You know, so when you're out and about, everyone's talking about Happy Veterans Day. I still think you should say Honor Veterans Day. I'm sorry. That's just me. But it's very touching. To think about those who were willing to lay down their lives, make that last full measure of devotion for this great nation. But there were some very disturbing things that happened on Veterans Day here in the United States of America. That's what I want to talk to you about. You know, here in Texas, some people call Texas the, the Bible Belt. But it was amazing to me what happened in Texas to a very, very popular bishop, bishop of the Catholic Church. He was the head dude, head guy 
of the Archdiocese there in Tyler. So on Saturday, November the 11th of 2023, this, this purge, I know that people remember the movie The Purge, but there's a purge going on all across, not just the United States of America, but obviously it seems in the world, definitely now it seems in the Catholic Church. A gentle giant, Tyler's tweeting Bishop Joseph Strickland was fired by the Pope. Bishop Strickland in Tyler, Texas was fired by the Pope, all the way from the Vatican to Tyler, Texas, the rose capital of the world, as they say. And why was Bishop Strickland fired? Because he refused to recant, apologize, or resign. What were the things that he had done? Well, here, let's talk about it. what are the crimes. He dared say aloud that desecrating human life will have consequences. Hmm. He dared call abortion murder and publicly call for the church, Catholic church, to denounce Biden's faith Catholicism. Okay. In May of this year, Strickland wrote on the ex-social media platform, I believe Pope Francis is the Pope, but it's time for me to say that I reject his program of undermining the deposit of faith and follow Jesus. I mean, I thought that that's what the Pope should do. He's the head of the Catholic Church. He should be talking about faith, following our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, not getting involved in climate change and all that type of stuff. Then Strickland dared to join the June 16th protest at Dodger Stadium. You know, I'm sure everyone's forgotten, you know, LGBTQIA plus Alphabet Soup Mafia Month. But at Dodger Stadium, he was there denouncing the mocking and the vilely blasphemous Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Remember those guys? A troop of drag queens dressed up as nuns. This is when the Vatican pressure unmistakably escalated against Bishop Strickland. Bottom line, Joseph Strickland dared to speak out against evil, especially the kind that destroys children. Bishop jo Joseph Strickland's true north has always been Christ, and he stands up against evil. You know, I'm kind of reminded what it says in the Bible, the prophet Isaiah in verse 5 and 20. Woe be to those who call good evil, evil good, who call light darkness and darkness light, who will exchange sweet for bitter and bitter for sweet. So I can't see anything wrong with what Bishop Joseph Strickland standing for he's standing for life and even if you're not part of the catholic church even if you're not of faith the very first inalienable right that we have according to natural rights theory of john locke or the declaration of independence thomas jefferson is life and that comes from the creator god the laws of nature nature's god as jefferson wrote in the declaration of independence referring back to john locke second treaties of government 1689 if you want to check it out so on veterans day in the united states of america the pope reached across the oceans to tyler texas to tell a bishop you're fired because, because you stood up for what it says in the Bible. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Well, that's where we are in the world today. 
I mean, even in certain places in Europe, I think it's Denmark, they're trying to say that using biblical verses in scripture can be determined as hate speech. So if I say to a murderer, thou shalt not kill, if I say to people, thou shalt not kill, is that's hate speech against murderers or adulterers or anything. If I say that I believe in life because in Deuteronomy 30 and 19, God said, you know, I set before you today these choices under heaven and earth, life and death, choose life so that you and your descendants may live. Suffer the little children that they may come unto me. Will be to those who would cause one of these little ones to fail. It would be as if they had a millstone about their neck and tossed into the sea. It's words of Jesus. Now, you know, you don't have to have faith, but shouldn't we be protecting our children? Shouldn't the Catholic Church want to protect our children? Shouldn't the Catholic Church want to call out people that are running around saying, you know, I'm part of the tribe, I'm Catholic. Everything that they say and do and believe in and advocate for is the antithesis of Catholicism. That's all Bishop Strickland was saying. But no, he would not sit quietly. So therefore, on Veterans Day here in the United States of America, Bishop Joseph Strickland, the bishop of the Archdiocese in Tyler, Texas, was fired by the Pope. Something else that happened on Veterans Day here in the United States of America that really got my dander up. If you don't know what I'm talking about, ask somebody from down south what that means. That's, that kind of means you piss me off. The report was that thousands of pro-Hamas rioters caused mayhem in New York City overnight. The protesters also destroyed an untold number of American flags on Veterans Day. The video's out there showing one of these pro-Hamas supporters, a, a terrorist organization that on October the 7th, 2023, killed 30 Americans and has countless Americans being held hostage. We don't know if they're still alive. But yet we're allowing pro-Hamas protesters, rioters, demonstrators, terror supporters, to take to the streets in New York City. Remember 9-11, what happened there in New York City because of an Islamic terrorist organization? The same ideology of Hamas. But on Veterans Day, they're tearing down American flags. The video shows one of these terror supporters climbing up on a pole, a light pole, and ripping down Oh, glory. Ripping down the American flag on Veterans Day. You know, those veterans who took an oath to support and defend the Constitution. Those veterans who say that they're willing to lay down their lives. And if they do lay down their lives, that's the flag that drapes over their coffin. And we allowed some Islamist, some jihadist, a terrorist group supporter on Veterans Day in the same city where Islamic terrorists struck and killed thousands of Americans, ripped down our flag and replaced it with the terrorist flag. I, I, you know, this Palestinian flag crap. No, ain't buying into it. It's a terrorist flag. Started with the PLO, Palestinian Liberation Organization. 
Yasser Arafat, the original thug jihadist. NYPD officers watched as the man desecrated our flags, our flag, but did nothing. NYPD officers, the descendants of the NYPD officers who lost their lives when they charged into a building in the Twin Towers, knowing their subsequent consequence would probably be the loss of their lives. NYPD officers watched a pro-Hamas terror supporter climb up on a light post, tear down our flag, desecrate our flag, and replace it with a terrorist flag. That's why I got my dander up. They did nothing. And then a week prior to that, let me tell you how crazy it is. Now, this guy's ripping down old glory. But a week prior to that, at a Philadelphia Eagles football game, George Norcross, a power broker in New York, New Jersey politics, was physically removed from his private box during a Sunday football game. Physically removed from his private box or a private box. I mean, somebody paid a lot of money to have a private box at a Philadelphia Eagles football game. Norcross had draped an American-Israeli banner over the edge of his private suite inside the stadium. Norcross was forced to leave while a security guard crumbled up the flag. Fans who saw the incident booed the security guards. Civil rights attorney Steve Goldstein said the Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles, owe an apology to George and to the Jewish community. So let me get this right. The week prior to Veterans Day, the Sunday prior to Veterans Day, at a Philadelphia Eagles football game, where they're pretty tough on the opposition team. A man in his own private box that he writes a big check for to have drapes out an American and Israeli banner at his private box. And they kick him out. They come in and escort him out of his private box and they crumpled up the American-Israeli banner. Crumbled it up. I saw the video. Didn't like try to fold it nicely. Just crumbled it up. But yet we will allow, a week later, on Veterans Day, pro-Hamas terrorist supporters, that's what they are, to rip down the American flag, to desecrate the American flag, replace it with a Palestinian terrorist flag, and we did nothing. What freaking country are we living in? We got the Pope reaching across the ocean on Veterans Day and firing a bishop here in Tyler, Texas, East Texas, Piney Woods, Rose Capital of the World, because the man was speaking the truth according to the Bible, according to the Catholicism, according to his faith. We've got a citizen in their own private box at an American football game. Let me repeat that. American football game, Philadelphia Eagles. Last year's National Football uh, Conference champions played in the Super Bowl. He gets kicked out of his box because he's got an American-Israeli banner over the edge of his box. 
and they crumbled it up. And then on Veterans Day, also a pro-Hamas terror supporter climbs up a pole, rips down our flags, the American flag, in the same city where terrorists killed countless amounts of Americans on 9-11-2001. 22 years later, we're allowing terrorists to climb up and rip down the American flag and put up their terrorist flag. Yeah, that's why I got my dander up. Also, you know, what happened here in Texas just recently, an estimated 10,000 people from across the Lone Star State attended a protest in support of Palestinians at the Capitol. It is believed to be the largest pro-Palestinian rally in Texas since the war began October the 7th. Lone Star State is allowing a bunch of pro-terrorists to have a protest at our Capitol. See, where, where is our governor here? Governor Abbott, where are you? I mean, just signed an executive order saying that there will be no pro-terrorist group support protests or rallies in the state of Texas. Where are our mayors? Where are our county judges in the state of Texas? You can pass resolutions. Say, we're not having this crap here. If you come out and say that you are pro-Palestinian, you're saying you're pro-Hamas. Let's just get that out of the way. Hamas is the governing authority in the Gaza Strip. Quote, unquote, duly elected. Hamas is a terrorist organization that states in their charter the annihilation, the extermination of the Jewish state and Jewish people. This whole from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Well, let me tell you what they were chanting at this protest in Austin, Texas, at the Texas State Capitol. Chants of from Palestine to Mexico, the walls have got to go. Thundered through the crowd as they unrolled a scroll measuring 100 feet, listing the Gazan children killed by Israeli attacks since October the 7th. Overhead, an airplane circled the capital, its banner saying, Save Palestine, ceasefire now. Hamas puts those children in harm's way as human shields. Hamas put Israeli babies in ovens on October the 7th. Confirm. Hamas set babies on fire. Hamas beheaded babies on October the 7th. And now all of a sudden, we're supposed to just say, okay, you can, you know, we'll stop. We're not going to bother you. We're going to just cease fire. Every single person that is out there in these marches, especially the ones with the kafiyah covering up their face and everything, they should be arrested. If you're an American citizen, you should be charged with aiding and abetting the enemy, and supporting a terrorist organization, period, full stop. If you're not an American, you should be deported. That's what needs to happen here in the United States of America right now. I'm done. You know, kind of like Doc Holliday 
and I mean, uh, uh, wide up in the movie Tombstone. He said, I see a man with a red sash, I kill him. I'm not saying kill anybody, but I'm saying that when we see people that are out there supporting an Islamic terrorist organization that just killed 30 Americans a little over a month ago, no, we shouldn't allow them in the streets. You say pro-Palestinian, you mean pro-Hamas. That's what you're talking about. And I haven't heard any of these people condemning Hamas. But from Palestine to Mexico, the walls have got to go? Are you kidding me? So now they're basically saying that they not only want to eradicate and exterminate Israel, they're now talking about the United States of America. Because we know about the single military-aged males that have come across. We know about the people on terrorist watch lists that we have been capturing. Hamas, Hezbollah, Iranian-backed terrorist groups. We know about the Iranian foreign minister that came here and threatened terrorist attacks against the United States of America. And we're sitting around, we're letting it happen. Layal Afana, a Texan of Palestinian descent, came from t Dallas to protest. She said her grandparents were expelled in 1948. Nobody was expelled. You know, I've never seen a Palestinian state. It's a region. That same area was also called Levant. They could have lived there peacefully with the Israelis. And oh, by the way, some of those folks that participated in the attacks against the Israelis, these were people that the Israelis allowed to come across from Gaza into Israel to work. And what did they get in return? They drew maps. They basically did reconnaissance so that these terrorists knew exactly where to go. Layal called for an immediate ceasefire, Layal Afana, immediate ceasefire and a retraction of Israeli settlements and a return to the boundaries established by the Balfour Declaration in 1917. In 1948, after World War II, we said the two-state solution was Israel and Jordan. That wasn't good enough for Yasser Arafat. And if you want to do a little study of history in the 1970s, the Jordanians kicked the PLO out of Jordan because of their terrorist actions against the sovereign nation of Jordan. Even if I wasn't Palestinian, there isn't any kind of excuse to turn a blind eye. No, there isn't any kind of excuse, Loyal Alfana, for what Arab Muslims under the banner of Hamas did to a sovereign state. Since 2005, there hadn't been any Jewish occupation of the Gaza Strip. And what have they gotten in return? What about all the Israeli children that have been killed over these 18 some odd years? A group of doctors, medical students, and dentists from San Antonio expressed their disbelief at the humanitarian crisis unfolding in Gaza, where healthcare workers, along with their patients, have not been spared. That's because Hamas locates their headquarters in tunnels underneath hospitals. Confirmed. Remember, Islamic Jihad, the Pizos, Paisanos of Hamas, they struck the parking lot of the hospital. Israeli troops have not targeted any hospital. Israeli troops do everything to try to protect civilians. As a matter of fact, the Israeli troops and the IDF has created a safe corridor. They're the ones guarding, making sure that quote-unquote Palestinian civilians can get out of the Gaza Strip, get to a safe area. Why? Because Hamas has been shooting people that have been trying to exfiltrate out of Gaza. 
You jackasses aren't talking about that. But the party of the jackass, the Democrat Party, guess what they're already talking about? Islamophobia. Kareem Jean-Pierre, Kamala Harris, Islamophobia. You know what they're trying to do? They're trying to set it up. They're trying to play this thing both sides. Because if you say anything, now you're getting condemned as an Islamophobe. I have no fear of Islam. I have no fear of anyone that believes in Islam. But I'm not going to tolerate Islamic terrorism and jihadism. Not anywhere in the world, especially out here in the United States of America. But see, they're trying to set this up because if you do something against one of these terror supporters, they're going to accuse you of a hate crime and, and what have you. Have you heard anything about Paul Kessler's murderer? You know, the guy, the Jewish man, 69 years of age, Ventura, California, that was hit over the head with a megaphone by one of these pro-Hamas demonstrators who after... Mr. Kessler was taken to the hospital. Knuckleheads came right back, still shouting, using the same megaphones. Nothing about Jew-phobia. That's what we should be talking about. Politically, this is not going to play out well for the Democrat Party. But I got to tell you one thing. On Veterans Day, we should not have a bishop in Tyler, Texas, getting fired, speaking up for the Judeo-Christian faith heritage. On Veterans Day in the United States of America, we should not have our flag being torn down in the city. 22 years ago, Americans lost their lives because of an Islamic terrorist attack. There has to be consequences. There has to be ramifications for what these people are doing. In America, we should not have a person in their private box at a football game being escorted out. And the banner that had the American-Israeli flag that they put over their private box be crumbled up. The only way that this turns around, the only way that we restore some semblance of order and respect and regard for our sovereignty and for our nation and for our allies is that you, me, and Americans, we got to be more steadfast and loyal. Before they burn it down.